Welcome back to the Rural EV Diaries. I'm your host, Ben, and I am joined with my co-host, Brent. All right, so, uh, as you know, we try not to get too political, and <laughs> but, I mean, that was the whole gist of the last episode. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we've also skipped a week, and that was, again, scheduling conflicts, and it's just been one thing after another for both of us as far as jobs and duties and things that we've got coming up. That being said, we are going to maybe avoid controversy today. Yeah. Uh, all things political are just set aside. Just by we, the wayside. We hope. Yeah. Okay. So we might not have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, came across this article the other day, and uh, this was actually, I think, uh, Business Insider Magazine or website. Does anybody make magazines? Anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. think what? so. What, what, what do you do at the doctor's office? Exactly. Well, you I look mean, at your phone. This is why print will never be. Well, that's oh, <laughs> valid. because I just most, shot you down. You did. <laughs> All right. This was actually uh, the date on this is May 17th of 2023 by Alex uh, Alexa. Alexa St. John. Yep. Yep. Um, anyway, this is the headline reads, battery swapping could finally make charging faster than filling up with gas. See how it works. Yep. And the gist of the story is that there's this startup um, called a- Ample, mm-hmm. not Apple, Ample. <laughs> and they are, they've developed a station. They've been working with Fisker to basically, you, you pull into a pod, the car is lifted up, a, a, a robot mm-hmm. comes, removes the battery pack out of your car, mm-hmm. replaces it with a new one. Lower you back down, you're good to go. Right. And I mean, that that's cool. Yeah. And this comes back to what what this puts me in mind of, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the the actualities and yeah. what they presented in the article. But this we need everything. Yeah. To be standardized. Yep. And we know the automotive industry can do it because you've got a computer port in your car. Yep. All the cars made after. I don't know, it's 98, 2001, somewhere in there, that you can plug in a diagnostic tool and you know exactly what's what's wrong with the car. Well, uh, and they've done it once before, too, because we talked about this way early in another episode, the transition from horses to cars Mm -hmm. and how a car made in Indiana, when you got to Kentucky, if you broke down, you're just out of luck. Right, Because nothing was standardized. So they, you know, we've done it once. Yes, and I mean, so this this is we need more of this. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, I know we've had some internal discussions and avoiding controversy here yeah. about Elon and the fact yeah. that he's giving away patents. Right, and we're going to have to record a an Elon episode here before too long. Yeah, and and you know what he he gets um, scapegoated sometimes, but he really has. He's very open and has really a lot of fantastic ideas. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that gets lost sometimes because he he says outlandish things. But that's what, unfortunately, in my opinion, that's what super smart people do. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little bit eccentric. Yeah. But, but we're gonna save that discussion when when we want 
we want to be more controversial when we right, talk about right, Elon. Right. Um, anyway, so I think this is a great idea. If if everything, if all these cars were made out of Legos, yep, you could snap one part off, snap one part on. Yep. Now, you know, in the past, before everything, every, everybody wanted to have their proprietary because if you want this, then yes. you have to go with us. Yes. And I get that. Yeah, I get I do. that. Uh, That's I mean, very capitalistic driven. Yeah, you know? but I mean, it's just like wheels. Yeah. Okay. Some's got five lugs. Some's got right. six. You know, yep. smaller ones used to have four. Mm-hmm. I've not seen any no. four lug wheels in a long time. Yeah. But you know, who's going to take a shed a uh, <laughs> anyway a set of chevy tires right. and put them on a fork right you know but would it hurt if all the mm-hmm. the holes lined up I right mean, well and see this go, even goes back to there was some legislation not too long ago that was being discussed discussed about um right to repair right and it really became evident whenever you buy a thousand dollar smartphone and you drop it in the screen breaks they basically wanted you to buy another one. And if I owned the company, I would too. Right. But that's not feasible. And so right. there was a lot of discussion about, okay, you should have a right to replace. And basically, all that stuff's aftermarket. And it's the same way in the automobile industry. Now, if you go, you just had a little incident with your car. Right. All right, right let's say you got to rep- replace a quarter panel. It's not going to be a quarter panel from Ford. No. No. Or, or or Chevy or BMW. It's going to be a quarter panel probably from China. Right. That is the same. You can't tell a difference. Yep. It's just cheaper. And that's what the person repairing your car is going to use. Yeah. Yeah. And Keep uh, the price down. Uh, my, my wife had a little fender bender. But I mean, it's it's seriously minor yeah. to the point that if and she's driving my car, by the way, um, my BMW. But it was uh, it's so minor that if I didn't point it out to you, right? I mean, I, I considered not even having it fixed. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's 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 paid for and it's not paid for by me. So right. guess guess who's gonna fix it? That's right. So, um, that being said, all right, this this is a, a great idea. Mm-hmm. Why not make all the battery packs right interchangeable? Mm-hmm. Now, and we've had these discussions, and we really need to save this for the Elon episode. Yeah. But he's been giving away. Yeah open access to his right. to his patents mm-hmm. because he's trying to get this presumably we're assuming he wants to get all this moved ahead mm-hmm. um so yeah why, why why not have standardized battery packs so let me ask you uh, i kind of want to approach this uh from a question and answer since you're the the engineer okay battery packs on cars when you're talking about a robot going up there and popping out the existing one obviously they do weigh a lot yes and it's multiple batteries. Mm-hmm. Is it, what do you know? Kind of what the pack looks like. Well, uh, I've seen drawings and schematics, and I mean, basically got a a box mm-hmm. of some sort right. of shape. And I mean, inside the box is a bunch of cans about the size of a pop can, right? Or smaller, yeah, or larger, depending yeah. on who made the battery, right? But you know, it's, it's basically just plugs in. It 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 essentially plugs in. And you, th- you think about, uh, this makes me think about toy cars. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the ones that would have lights and siren and drive themselves mm-hmm. around. Double A batteries. Yep. Triple A batteries. Yep. Now, there's a bazillion companies making triple A batteries around the globe. Right. Okay. 
and they all fit. Triple mm-hmm. A is triple A. That's what the toy manufacturer designs them to fit. Exactly. And that's what you're saying. So why don't we have, yep. hey, let's all get together, and yeah, we understand that we're, we're competing, Yep. but but we're trying to, to move in this direction. Yep. So let's standardize yeah. things. Yeah. And I don't I don't care you you buy your car it comes with a battery from me. Right. And if batteries are swappable and interchangeable and you have a service like this mm-hmm. then you know. Yeah. I, I and I think there's a, a golden opportunity here because ample okay there and we'll get back into like I said some of the specifics. But if batteries are plug and play, yep. then you have opportunity that Ford launches a subsidiary yep. that, and not necessarily for Ford batteries, it's like we don't care which gas station you go to. Exactly. I can go to Kroger. I don't know where they get their gas. Right. Okay. It's, it's Kroger station. Yep. I can go to Shell. I can go to the Valero. Yep. You know. Don't know where they get their gas. They're probably getting all their gas from the same place. Mm-hmm. We just don't know it. Right. And the thing is, that your car doesn't care where you get your gas. Yeah. So why can they not make a car that, I don't care if this is battery pack. It, yeah. It's compatible. We, we all need, and we can get into talking about how chargers, which we're starting to get there. Um, you know, we're, we're Tesla's opening up their network to yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You got to have an adapter because they've got a proprietary plug. Mm -hmm. U.S. manufacturers are using the J277, whatever configuration. Nissan's using the Chatamo. I think that needs to go away. But all of this is because of the communication protocol between the the EVSE and, I used the proper term there, (laughs) and the car. Yeah. So if we can get this standardized Mm -hmm. and then. So that means anybody can use anybody else's charger. Yep. And then we can get where anybody can use anybody else's battery. Right. Then you have this opportunity to Ford come along or Shell or Exxon or anybody else mm-hmm. that wants to do this. Exactly. And they 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 make a service station that you pop this battery up, pop this battery in. Yep. This battery's charging. Next car comes along. Yeah. Freshly charged. And I mean it could be a subscription uh, subscription service. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, you, you pay each time, mm-hmm. whatever. Think about it. But you're not responsible for your battery. I, that is one of the biggest hang-ups about. Exactly. Okay, so my, my, my battery's below 70%. Yeah. Well, now, as a car owner, and maybe this is why they don't want to do it, is because once your car gets below 70% and it's deemed no longer viable, Mm-hmm. Even though it still works, yeah. Then you go buy another one, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, if you got an EV that you can just keep swapping batteries, yeah, your, your batteries are always good. That never becomes a factor, right? Yeah, right. So, well, I mean, and again, we're, we're we've done this before. We are doing it now. Currently, every vehicle that is manufactured fits the same gas nozzle. Yes. Can you imagine if Ford was like, "No, nope, we're going to make ours a quarter inch bigger." Well, then you would be limited to what gas station you could go to. Yeah, and and, and that's true. But I'm, now I'm, that's a lot more simple of a fix. But still, it's the same but, concept. Uh, and, and you know, I was, when I was talking about batteries and dying, mm-hmm. you just have to go buy another one. Mm-hmm. Well, your car. Some people trade cars every two years. Yep. 
Some people keep them until the wheels fall off. Yep. That would still allow, and that's part of the paradigm shift, you know, that, that eventually my car is going to be no good. Yeah. Um, internal combustion engine, if you take care of it, 200,000 miles, 250,000 right. miles, you know, mm-hmm. other things are starting wearing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you can get a million miles out of yeah if you take care of but the point i feel like you're making there is no matter what type of car you buy it is going to kind of be dead at some point at some point it's not dead it's just like all right it's three thousand dollars to put a new transmission in the car's worth six Eh, probably gonna get a new one right that's a forced transaction technically yes you know i mean really yes but you you, you feel like you've got some control over that. You do. And you've got some control on, on how you treat your battery, too. Yes. However, I think that's still a stumbling block mm-hmm. for adoption is that this this car's only good for so long. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and let's be honest about the real hang-up, because you mentioned it earlier, and it's a big one. It's, it's a big one for me, is the time at which I have to take out of my trip to charge to, the battery if I'm not doing it to at home. charge and how am I going to know that I've got enough range yes and 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 is there going to be an available charger wherever it I've planned to stop at like those are huge hang-ups yeah and this basically and let's let's get into some okay. the specifics of this um, one of the things that jumped out to me um, and this article points out how long it does take to charge yeah um, but battery swapping infrastructure could be built in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. They could have a multi-bay, and this this thing looks like you could just drop it anywhere. It reminds me of an oil ch- fast lube, yeah. oil change spot where you just jump in and they do it in like 15 minutes. But they say that a station that could handle multiple cars could be built in three days. Right. Which is, that's no that, that, that's That's crazy. You can't build a, a service station in three days. No. No. And, I mean, the convenience of, it looks like a non-contact trans, transaction because you're on a subscription plan. You're being billed for it anyway. Right. So you basically pull in, get out of the car, I guess. I don't even know if they're going to make, it doesn't say. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if you have to get out of the car. You may not even have to get out. You just pull in and sit there and hit initiate somehow, and boom, you've got a new battery. Right, right. And then, you know, there again, you're basically renting the battery. Mm-hmm. You, you buy a car, you rent a battery. Yep. And then you keep swapping the battery and swapping the battery. You never have to worry about the battery going bad. Yeah. Yep. Because you will always, as long as you can keep the rest of the car yep. on the road... You well, will always have a good battery, and and this is something uh, I'm kind of I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big bragger, but this is somewhere where I feel like I was a little bit ahead of the game. I thought early, once smartphones hit the market with mm-hmm. the cost they were, that's where we were going. You weren't going to own your phone, and most people today now, guess what? They don't own their phone. Yeah. They're all set up on a lease agreement, really, because. When the lease agreement's up, or really probably six months before, they're getting a new one. So they never fully own the phone. And the reason that is is because of the high cost. Right. And EVs fit into that same category from the battery standpoint because, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's probably going to be the most expensive thing that you would have to buy 
to fix. Exactly. Not anything else. No. Motors are cheap, I mean, relatively speaking. Right, right. Compared and, to I that. Mean, and you want to talk about point of entry. Okay, so, say a battery pack. Say, I own the battery. Yeah. You have the car. Yep. We have an agreement. Mm-hmm. I'm providing you the battery. That asset that I have just purchased mm-hmm. in the battery, I've got the stock. I'm, I'm rotating, and I'm, I'm getting rid of the bad ones. I'm getting new ones. Yep. Okay? Um, turning a profit on it, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> um, and the fact that uh, this, is, this would advance battery technology, mm-hmm. um, this would also, I think, drive the cost down. But say this yeah. is my this is my business, and you're coming in every couple of days, whatever. Yeah. Or if you're going on a trip, you're stopping yep. every three hours, mm-hmm. and you're getting a new battery. Um, what I could see this this doing is taking all the risk really away from everybody. Yeah. As, as long as the business model is set up to where you're going to make money, mm-hmm. there's no risk yep. to, I mean, because gas stations obviously make money. Yeah. So so this this basically becomes a gas station yep. for, and you don't have to, you know, wait two hours right. while you. Right. So. I'm, well, and, and I also think that uh, this particular company, what they're going to do, this may not be their goal, but it is probably in the back of their mind. They're going to implement some of these somewhere. They'll have a partnership with a large vehicle manufacturer. It'll work good, and then Exxon or Shell some, yes, or some in. large company is going to come in and buy them and globally implement that. Right. With you know, because they have the means capitalized to do so. And and right now they're they're working with Fisker, which you know Fisker's t- still a startup. I mm-hmm. realize. Um, but this other, you know, we, we've talked about the, um, what is it when you're trying to get in business and it's the cost of entry. Yeah. This significantly lowers the cost of entry. Mm -hmm. So when people are saying EVs are only for rich people or it's inequitable, you know, because there's a bias. Right. This takes that argument away. Yep. You know. Yeah, and the math's not really that hard to do once you figure out how long, you know, it wouldn't take them long to figure out how many how many batteries are getting swapped by one consumer. That's all going to be right. trackable. And once they get a handle on what that model looks like, then mm-hmm. making money is just a matter of buying X amount of batteries and, right. you know, making making sure that, the people that use them more than other, it just all balances out, you know? Right. And, and if you think about, um, my battery, uh, pack that's in my car. Yeah. It's 32 KW. Yeah. Um, 90 mile range. Right. Okay. You think about a 250 mile Tesla. Mm-hmm. You think about, uh, which I, I, I forget what the, the rating is on the battery for the extended yeah. F-150. Yeah. Okay, my my car takes one battery pack. Right. The Tesla takes two battery packs. Mm-hmm. The Ford takes four battery packs. Right. It's still it's the same. Yep. I mean, 
uh, this this is such a, a yeah. great idea. But we got to get everything standardized. Oh, I know. You're, you're right. You hit on the, the most important thing there. And I think that, again, that could be a heavy lift. And that's where government uh, regulations come into play to an extent. Because I know the automotive industry was not forced to standardize certain i mean they were forced to standardize certain things well yeah we we, we have safety standards they have to right so seat, seat belts are basically seat belts airbags are airbags exactly so, so. This, this is what this is the gray area i think that i always put myself in greed and capitalism have never been uh, black and white to me. So right. what you have to have is leadership that says, yes, we're going to make a profit. Yes, we want to grow. Yes, we want to make more money. However, the overarching goal is the betterment of the society. Right. You see what I'm saying? And until, because certain companies don't do that. I mean, I love Apple products, but man, when it comes to locking it down, they lock it down. Oh yeah. They don't want nothing in there weird. That yep. you could you could change or implement everything is locked down, and that's why from the very beginning you could see that with them because you couldn't even change the battery. Right. I mean, I could, but it was there was a lot to it. Right. You know, um, Samsung, Nokia, all these older phone models, they immediately went in with ease of use means they're going to adapt adopt my product more, so we need them to be able to change that battery when it goes bad. Yeah, and I mean. I, I used to, uh, you know, I, I had a phone, battery went bad, and it's like early Nokia. Yep. And then, you know, you, you got a new battery. Yeah, and then, too, with that, it's like, why not have one on backup anyway? Because you never know what's going to happen. You grab a fully charged battery and pop it in, and you're good to go. And, right. and, and that sounds like I'm saying I'm against um, holding on to your idea that you had and capitalizing on absolutely every penny that you can get out of it because I, I think that's your goal as a business. Right. But at the same time, there's something to be said for ease of use. And I think that's what Apple's always struggled with. Well, my, my philosophy on business is that, you know, if you ask somebody, and I've heard this, other people have said this, I'm this not original to me, but yeah, but what's the purpose of a business? Right. It's to make money. Yes. It's what, what most people say. No, the purpose of a business is to solve a problem. Right. And then people will pay you money for solving that right. problem. Right. So I think that if this whole EV discussion had started with that right. in mind, mm -hmm. that we could have, we could have created the yeah. plug and play instead of, right. you know, stay out of my sandbox. I'll stay out of yours. Yeah. And the thing, the thing about it is, boy, I've got a lot of stupid analogies, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're not stupid. Well, you just got a lot of analogies, yeah. which all that colloquialism. Yeah. All that says is, oh, you, there's you, the big word for the day, that's, folks. Colloquialism. That's over my head. Yes. There. Okay. You, 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 all that says to me is that you do a really good job at figuring out complicated things and making them simple. Because that's what you boil them down to. That's what I do. I have to. Right, right. And I mean, but I mean, if you if you solve a problem, so these businesses, if they had the ease of ease of use in mind mm -hmm. on the offset yeah. or on the onset, then you know I think a lot of these things that we now consider problems, yeah, could have been addressed or they could have anticipated. 
it's it's like the Tesla charging network. Mm-hmm. We're going to sell you the car, yeah, but then we're going to set up a network, yeah, so that you can use your car right. more easily, right? But but I think that initially during startup phases, uh, for most businesses, they're they're trying so hard to figure out how to get to profitability, right? And the the easiest thing that you gravitate towards for profitability is charging more than it costs you to make. And that that is true, but the biggest company the biggest companies in the world what they figured out Walmart's Amazon's it's not how much you charge, it's uh, how many you sell. Right. It's a low profit margin and lots of churn. And 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 that that is that's yeah. Yeah. But but then you look at um, you know, like Apple, I can charge more mm-hmm. but i'm going to teach you how to use my product right i'm going to make you a fan of yep. my product right and then you're going to buy everything yep. that i put out there except for those stupid goggles yeah right I yeah. Saw that. man that's you want to talk about <laughs> yeah uh uh can't think of to entry at the you well know, <laughs> barrier to entry that's the word See, I was, that, that's barrier. good that's yeah, yeah. It, but, they failed to ask the question how difficult it is for people just to wear prescription glasses. All these companies have. Yeah. Nobody wants to wear them. Most people are getting eye surgery done now. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a pair of glasses at home somewhere that they never put on because it's just a nuisance until you really get used to it. Right. And so that's a that's a barrier to adoption yeah. of that particular product. So yeah, but we're we're getting off on a tangent yeah, here. Yeah, I know. And uh, but anyway, I I think this. I think Ample's got a great idea. Yes. And I could see where this would be profitable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I, I hope they and Fisker yeah. push the 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 envelope in the next direction. Yeah. Because this, in a lot of ways, gets rid of a lot of yeah. uh, of barriers. Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, like, what happens to all the batteries when they're wore out? Right. Now... now You've got a company that they're going to recycle the batteries. Yep, that's what I was getting ready to say. I mean, they're you've you, you've got somebody that you've created has, a whole other market there too. You have, you have, and yep. I mean, so I noticed in the article too. It said that uh, adoption or, or interest in that had not even been looked at by in the U.S. market. It was mostly, you know, well, other countries. Well, what what's happened to Good old American innovation. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I think we've gotten lazy. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're letting the world do all the heavy lifting yeah. unless unless there's a war involved, and then we're gonna. <laughs> that's because we're good at making and selling implements in our poly- oh, um, No, nope, <laughs> no, nope, you're not, not gonna do it. No, nope, not doing <laughs> it. All right, guys, that's all we have on this topic. Uh, hey, do you know? Send us an email, drop a comment. You can, I, I think you can actually comment on the EV Diaries website. Oh, yeah. That's evdiaries.com. Drop us a comment and let us know what you think. Um, and uh, I have to tell you, you know, since since we relaunched back in, what was it, February? Yeah. Okay. Having Brent here has been, it, it's been so much more enjoyable for me to record. 
and I, I don't have to do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. We have discussions, and, and yeah. as you know, we don't know where the discussions are going to they, go. They could go anywhere. But y'all are, are listening, so we want to say special thank you Yeah. to, uh, you know, if you're hearing this, man, we, we are so glad because yeah. what we're trying to do, and I mean, this is realistically, we're trying to impact where we live yep. because we think EVs are a good idea. We think that there are, well, and we've said it many times, climate aside, yeah, they're just, it's an economic, it makes sense. Yeah. And that being said, you know, just help us spread that message because yeah. if you live in BF head of nowhere, yeah, you know, like, like we do, yeah. We we can we can make EVs work here. If we can make EVs work here, there's no excuse for yep. anybody not I mean, and EVs are coming out, they're cool. So if you put aside this this idea that there's an agenda, yep. yada yada yada, the mandate, what yep. if you can put all that stuff aside, they just make yeah sense. You just you take it at face value and I, you know, we're to promote this a little bit uh next month's our ev evolve event oh yeah where they're going to get all the yeah get all the evs together and that gives you if you can find one of those i want to say that's a great place to start because they'll let you sit in them they'll let you drive them they'll tell you all about them you get to and you really get a feel experience yeah, yeah you really get a feel for what it would be like you know, to own one of those things. Mm-hmm. And there's never any agenda there. These are just people like you would go to a car show that where it's got like cars from the 1950s. Right. People are just enthused about them. They're going to tell you a lot of good things about them. Yeah. And, and they want to talk about them. And, and they will answer your questions yep. honestly because there is no agenda. No, there's not. There, I mean, there. This is the, uh, the third year that we have participated yeah. in yeah. this. And uh, so let's, let's give some details. So our, if you are in... Southeastern Kentucky, yep. uh, northeastern Tennessee, yeah, you know, any, anywhere there, if, state of Kentucky, mm-hmm. it's going to be at Somerset Community College Laurel Campus, which yep. is in London, Kentucky. Yep, it's off I seventy five exit thirty eight. Yep, it's really really hard to, well, it's it's a couple of miles off the interstate. So yeah, but but it's hard to miss once you get a couple of miles off the interstate. Yeah, um, but that being said, it's july the 26th 26th from 10 to 2 yep and they do food trucks they do presentations um there's booths set up there is cars there's electric cars electric bicycles electric motorcycles Mm -hmm. anything you want to check out is is available for you to to get in and get a feel for it right i'll have my my i3 there Mm -hmm. and is there there's a plan to bring the vault over well our our particular i don't we're in a little bit of a flux right now okay i I don't know i've not heard what we're doing electric vehicle wise but we are retiring the vault oh okay um but east kentucky power which is a where we get our power from um they're bringing all their fleet down and they've got several electric vehicles they've got an electric bicycle right Um, it's they're they're bringing down a, a lot and it's also um I think the the Qantas Club, yeah, put it on originally. Yeah, that's right. And we've got the Evolve Kentucky. Yep. Which it's Stuart Unger, I think is his is last that who name. he is? Yeah, he uh, he has a group in Louisville, which mm-hmm. 
they've, they've also got a chapter in Lexington. It's just one big group. It's a yeah. bunch of EV owners that yep. get together. Stuart also has a podcast called Stuart's, Stuart's EV Universe or Does something. He? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I assume he's still doing that. I've not listened to him in a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, he's he was uh, early. I think he actually had a car once upon a time that ran on used grease. Did he really? I mean, so he's he's yeah. been into the alternative mm-hmm. fuel supply. And, and he's got connections. I think one of his early episodes, he actually talked to Ed Bigley Jr. Okay. Which... You know, yeah, like him or hate him, he was good on Better Call Saul. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> and uh, what was it, uh, Saint Elsewhere or something? Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the dealerships too get involved and bring their vehicles. That's true. And Forgot thi- about that. And this year, um, the I think the amount of vehicles will be even greater because we ran into an issue last year where none of the dealerships had the electric vehicles yet. That's true. And now they do. So there, there's there's one or there's probably seven or eight on most of the lots here in London. Right. Which, so we should have a good turnout there too. Which I I know the uh, the first year it was it was mostly Teslas. Yeah. There were two two i threes there actually. There were there? A guy in Lexington came down. He had one. Uh, his was white and black. Looked like a stormtrooper. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, I want to say, too, about your car. Your car generally drives a lot of traffic, too. There's Because last year I watched you talk to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. That the just the look of the BMW and how it's set up, it just draws people in because they want to know what it what is it exactly. Right. So. And then uh, that girl had the Kia. Did she have a Hyundai? She had a Hyundai, yeah. yeah. That's the one. The Ionic 5, that's what she had. Yeah, Yeah. and she told us, she would tell the story about taking basically a trip across the United States. And she was like, you know, I really didn't have any problems. Yeah. Um, So so you you get, you know, and you'll you'll have about every model of Tesla that you can imagine out there, Mm -hmm. except for the Cybertruck. Yeah. Um, That's where first look at an F-150. Mm-hmm. Which, Lightning. which, and really, I was blown away by that thing. Right, and, but it's, but it's really, it's a, it's a, a opportunity to come and check some things out if you're curious. Yep. Ask people that are having experience and that are willing to, yep. you know, it's a great environment. It really is. It is. I think uh, Evolve Kentucky has um, a movie that they made a couple of years ago. And okay. I think they're going to screen that. Okay. I'm sure you can go to their website, too, and get these same details we're oh, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, it's just, if you're a car enthusiast, like, I think that it's an event you'd want to go to. Yeah. No yeah. matter if you're into just muscle cars. It yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a good deal. But anyway, and it's, it's just like everything. Um, you know, I often say that we're EV evangelists. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just trying to say, hey, these are cool. Yeah. And, and. They're they're cheap to operate, mm-hmm. they're fun to drive, yep. and any other benefit that it has. Well, here's what I would say: it's new, right? Like right. it's not the same old, same old. And I, and I think for most people, that's going to draw you to it. Like the goggles you were just talking about. Yeah, people are going to try those out. Oh yeah. I, I don't know that they'll. Uh, there's going to be a huge adoption rate for a long time, especially with the price point, but. If you're walking in the mall and you see those goggles and you can put them on, you're going to put them on and see what it's like. Uh, yeah, you're going to check it out. Because so. it's a new thing, you know. Try, try, try before you buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, there there are some of the, some of the guys, uh, uh, one of the guys that's in the Evolve Kentucky group, 
he's got a logbook of how many rides he's just letting yeah. strangers take out. Yeah. And I, I know that uh, my wife, she came, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, was the first, I think it's the first year. Yeah. And um, she had some lady put her in a Tesla Model Y and yeah. took her around, drove her, drove her around for five or six miles and yeah. brought her back and yeah. showing all the features. Mm-hmm. and and then, you know, we, we had to talk her back from that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I'm afraid if because my wife, she had talked about stopping by. If you yeah. put her in one of those, I think she's going to be like, ah, it's time. I think it's time to mm-hmm. make the switch here. Yep. Yeah, the trouble is, God, I hate car magnets. Oh, but yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, and, and I say that, and I have one. So I'm right, a little, well. A little bit of a – I still hate it. So. Yeah, yeah. But, it's... All right, uh, guys, that's all we got. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully if you're in the, in the neighborhood and you can stop by and see us on the 27th of June or July, July 26, 26, yep. I must have something going on, on the 27th, <laughs> but anyway, actually my anniversary is that right before that. So anyway, guys, that's it.